You're listening to Adeshokbe Live. The thing is, one thing I want upcoming artists to know, and I think a lot of artists in my generation made that mistake. Some artists, you sometimes you feel the industry is not working for you. Hmm. But no matter how much the industry is not working for you, there are some people it's on still your side. Working. There are some people on your side. So if you focus too much on the part of the industry that's not working for you, you will forget the ones that are that, for you. The ones that are for you are enough to blow you. <laughs> there could be genetics in, yeah. you know, being athletic and being yeah. a sports person. Yeah. Can genetics have something to play in being I, a womanizer? It can, yeah. It can. And I think... How do nature, we help nature, a, nature, a genetically <laughs> engineered <laughs> womanizer? Prostitute. <laughs> can't join that conversation of... Or men cheat when you are supported by a, a man, man that's cheating. The Afrobeat Podcast. I go by the name of Shopping Olajide, and this is the official Afrobeats Podcast where we break down the hottest topics within the culture. And once in a while, I'm joined in the studio by a special guest to tell their stories as well. Now, Oh, because I was looking at <laughs> <laughs> So I switched it up. Anyway, that's my producer just being naughty. Welcome to a brand new uh, episode. As always, thank you very much for subscriptions, comments, liking, sharing. We appreciate that. It's gone through the roof. And we're definitely taking it to the next level in 2022. Uh, again, big shout-outs to the entire team, Afromedia, LM Studios, and Shubes.com, where you can get your tickets to all events happening. Where if it's a, a bottomless brunches, you want a ladies' night out, clubs, events to go to, concerts in the UK, you can go over to Shubes.com and pick up your tickets. And if you're an event organizer looking to sell out your event, it's very simple. Put your tickets and your events on Shubes.com. And guess what? You'll be sold out in no time. Joining me in the studios all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, albeit being in London for quite some time, it's been very cold, he tells me, is a brother who is not only known in the music space as an Afrobeat star, but he's also taking on the mantle of a completely different career within the entertainment industry, some would say. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for one half of Skooky. He's called AKA Pishow, my brother. Shopsy, the best Listen. at it. <laughs> Energy. Back, 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 back. Listen, nice bro, welcome to town, man. Yeah, man. It feels good in here. It feels good. Like here. I said, I said it's one half of, of yeah. Skooky. Yeah. You yeah. know, you guys have... It's interesting nowadays that yeah. people would talk about Skooky, like, oh, you guys are, you've been around for, you've been yeah. around for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, most deaf, most deaf. Before we even go into your own individual story, let's talk yeah. about Skooky. Who is Skooky as a group? Where did it start from? And how has the journey been so far? Ah, okay, Skooky, Pishan, Vavavum. The journey started from Ibadan, mm. you know, started from That's Ibadan. That's my city. You be you boy. What are you Shopsy. talking about? Happy <laughs> Ibi. That's why right. the ginger did like this. So, yes, because yes, we are very authentic ba. in Ibadan. Straight. Very authentic. 100%. We love something. 100%. We love it. We're passionate about That's something. It. We're we passionate about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the journey started um, back in the 2000s. till we now had our breakthrough um 2010. We won the next rated. Next rated. Yeah, at we the won head. the next rated at the Hades. So coming straight from Ibadan. Breaking it, into it, it the hard coming Lagos, to Lagos You understand? Not even knowing anybody. And um, we did Manye Nibanga. That was the jam. And the song took us right there. You know, it took us right there. And we got to win the next rated um, in 2010. And, you know, that was just the platform that just launched us out there. We got next rated the year before Wizzy. Then wow. after Wizzy was... David, David yeah, and then yeah. Sean, so, I think Sean Tizzle also Sean picked Tizzle, it up. Yeah, Sean Tizzle now picked up. So for, 2010 was us. For a couple of people that are watching now or listening to this podcast, that will be thinking about the next rated award. So mm -hmm. the Hedis Award in Nigeria is Big one guy. of the most prestigious award organizations in Africa, mm -hmm. especially in Nigeria. It is known for birthing those that have gone on to do incredible things within the music industry. As you know, he said right there, some of the people that have picked up the same category award yeah. as they did are the likes of Whiskey, you know, David. Mm -hmm. These are artists that today have become mm -hmm. icons yeah. and legends. Carry on, my brother. So, you know, yeah, it was. Um, Amazing journey, mm. um, back to back. Manya Nibanga, Piteru, Itolamide, 
I'm sure pretty much any artist could write a book about the entertainment industry in Nigeria because I won't say we developed it, but everybody has been contributing, you know, to where we are today, you know. And big shout out to every body who has come to set up one record label maybe the artist got there Invested. or they there you know Invested. it's the blood sweat and you know and tears of everybody who has contributed one thing or the other and it keeps going on you know like i always say what um them the band and don jazzy them peace square were coming to do on this side facts and you guys facts you, i see you facts. when you post throwback facts. if you do a documentary now you see you post throwback videos yeah. of interviews with all these guys yeah. from yeah. 2007 2009 yeah. you know 2010 so everything was opening the doors Facts. here, one by one, and then a new generation of artists will come, they will contribute. They'll take you to the next yeah, level. So, you know, you keep climbing, it's like climbing on the it's shoulders building. of a giant. Yeah. Facts. So that's where we are today. Facts. And we pray that the next generation of artists will even take you bigger than anything we've seen. Facts. Because that means we're growing. You've been in this game, at least you, you talk about winning, you know, the Hedges Award in yeah. 2010, mm. which basically... Just last 12 years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it basically means you've been around, especially... At some of the most exciting and pivotal, pivotal yep. times, pivotal yeah. times of yeah. Afrobeats, yeah. where you yeah. know we've seen it from the ground up. Yep, yep. What are tell me some of your experiences back then Ooh. trying to record? Ooh. You know, what was I, it like trying to record, trying I, to get your music out, mm. distribution, getting on radio? Yeah. Talk to yeah. me, you know, and, and talk to the listeners and viewers about yeah. what so, those were like back in Nigeria. So, you know, I was. First time with Smith the other day, and he mm. said so. He said like, "Ah, you guys that were doing music then, the way streams are. If they were streaming music back, back then, then, that time we used to beg people to post your music to, for free. you know. We used to share our CD in traffic. Third Milan Bridge traffic hour. <laughs> we we'll stop. Mind you, any banger? Eh? We actually drove. We we'll drive to Third Milan Bridge, and when we we'll look at, we we'll get each car." We'll be like, okay, this person looks like a what's up guy. We'll go knock on the video, give them the CD. We'll go give them this. And that's actually how the song got on. There's a radio station in Nigeria, Inspiration FM. Hmm. There's a guy we gave in traffic. His sister actually worked on Inspiration FM. Wow. So he heard it and went to and gave it. I said, some boys just, I don't know them, and gave his sister. And that's how she went to slam it on radio. And that's how she now told her story much later when we finally got to meet her, you know? So those days, there was no internet. Hmm. You do your song today. You can't just post it and get it out there to your audience. Then you, you you need there was a middleman to get to your hmm. audience, you know, and that's TV, radio, and everything. So the other way to do, go about it is share CDs, go to Unilag, be sharing it to students, you know. Some will tell you off, some will collect it, but that was basically the hustle. But hmm. you know, it was big things were happening at that time. Gongwaso was hitting, it was, it was, uh, was an international hits were killing it. So yeah. you know, there was so much encouragement. You know, there was so much encouragement and. And so we just the hustle and back You back. talked about, you know, investors coming into the game, those that set up record labels, yeah. you know, yeah. and stuff like that. What was it like trying to find investment? What were some of the things that, you know, palatable and unpalatable? Yeah. That that the the the, the thing is those days without it was so capital intensive those hmm. days. It was so capital intensive because you need to get on the mainstream media. You need to get on TV and you need to get on radio. Mm. And you need to get as much airplay as you want. Yeah. You know? And first of all, you need to find a sponsor. People will say record label, but it was most of the time just, sponsor. Just Somebody sponsor. that would just say, okay, do you know how to do it? Okay, do you know this DJ? Do you know that um, presenter? Do you know this OAP? Do you know that person? So if you can find somebody that could put money hmm. into you know, into you. And that money sometimes, that money is safe. Most times, you know, not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed, yeah, you know. Not... Big shout out to my first record label, Dafila. You know, the guy put a lot of sweat into it, you know, contributed to it because he believed in us, you know. Hmm. And, you know, I'm so grateful to him. So, a lot of, Shabi, we see even blue, we reach there, we collect our many, many, many artists. Many. I know how many artists we left the battle together that didn't get, hmm. you know, there. And, from you know, people are trying from all the places. So it was so capital intensive. And the not palatable side is that the middlemen mm. were very brutal those days. Mm. They were very they were very brutal, you know. And you know what I mean when I say middlemen. Yeah. You know, so they were very brutal. No, we can't even talk because then chop us well well, you know. 
as an artist. Be careful you, on knocking you, the table. Sorry. But oh. the producer will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So yeah. you have to sort this person, sort that person, mm. and there's still no guarantee that they will play your music. So coming as a new cat in the game, you you might sort person, sort that person, help me play my music. They will now not play it. You can't rake for them because you rake for them, they will that, blacklist that. you and tell their friends, you know. But what are middleman issues off right now? You know, artists nowadays can that go directly right. to their fans because you guys have streams, um, streams and everything, you know. You just have to put in the work, you know. I had Buju saying he basically blew off Twitter. He just always tweeted, 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 and Twitter kind of made him, you know, mm. and caught attention from there. That, that, so that was where he started catching fire from. Of course, other things yeah, contributed, course, you know. So, but there's even somewhere to have a voice. Thanks. But that time, you just need to approach the middleman. So... But it's all part of the game, you know. No need for feeling like a victim Facts. or anything. It is Facts. what it is, it you is know. People is. were killing it. Um, the thing is, one thing I want upcoming artists to know, and I think a lot of artists in my generation made that mistake. Some artists, you sometimes you feel the industry is not working for you. Hmm. But no matter how much the industry is not working for you, there are some people it's on still your side. Working. There are some people on your side. So if you focus too much on the part of the industry that's not working for you, you will forget the ones that are for you. The ones that are for you are enough to blow you. Hmm. Forget that OAP that said, bring 100k, I will not play your music. Forget that one that collected 100k for you, I did not play it. You know, they are the ones that, without a dime, I know many OAPs that played my age without taking a dime. Facts. Many, and Facts. they had prime time on Facts. radio, you know, on radio. Facts. So, I nev- you, this is the first time I'm meeting you. Yeah. Well, Shopsy, you even remember one time you sent me one and said, Guy, send me this Send songs. me your thing. I remember. Uh, you remember? Yeah, I actually made a video one time. Facts. Make fun of you. Yes. That is how Shopsy will be hyping your song. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. so Shopsy yeah. will make people yeah. like your song. Yeah. You make people like the way he's hyping the song. Not even the song. So, they want to hype the song then. Your song is hyped, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. there are a lot of real people like this, yeah. like you. In the UK, in Lagos too, mm. you know, in Nigeria, everywhere. But sometimes artists focus on the parts that they're not negative. working, you know. Yeah. And I started realizing that, you know, going into maturing in the entertainment industry, mm. I had a conversation with Olamide and he actually shed light on that part. That see, if you are too focused on the negative energy, it will, it will, drown, it will drown you. Facts. You know? There are so many, every artist can come out and say, they hate me. They don't support me. Facts. When I do this, yeah. Even but all of us creators. You know, it's just what it is. Yeah. It's just what it is. So just focus on what is working for you. And that's enough to, that's enough to get you there. Facts. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> you know, I also remember very, very well mm-hmm. when I went to Nigeria. I think it was 2017 at yeah. Davido yeah. concert. Yeah. You guys performed. Yeah, yeah. And you <laughs> shut it down. Yeah. You had one of the hottest <laughs> records in the country at that time. Yeah. What was, record was that? Pass the Agbara. Pass the Agbara. <laughs> That was mad. Oh, when yeah, I, because yeah. I was standing in one place, the mm-hmm. place was packed. When you guys <laughs> went on stage, it was a mad shutdown. Yeah, Do you yeah. like? I know for the last maybe a couple of years, two mm-hmm. years or whatever. Now yeah. you've been focused on your new path. Yeah, yeah. Do you miss? You know, the, so much, the man. Stage, music, the music. so much, man. So much. But then. We'll still, me and Vavavun, we'll still drop on. Vavavun is your blood lab, brother. Blood, same father, same mother. He's just one year older than me. <laughs> <laughs> so what is he doing right now? Vavavun is so much into real estate. <laughs> yeah, he's so much into real estate. And Baba don't taste money for there. So uh, to compose down there, I'll come, I'll, I'll come see you tomorrow. I'll come see you tomorrow, you know. But, but you know, you can't run away from something that, you know, mm, that's your first love. And, and there's something I also realized again that, the way things are, the new generation of fans we have now, they embrace basically anything. Facts. As long as it's good vibes. Facts. You know, they're Facts. not they are not so critical about who is bringing it forward, but as long as the vibe gels. And know, it matches what they, yeah, know, it matches them. I, I mean, they will vi- I, I see kids vibing to Missy, get your freak on on TikTok. Facts. I, you know, I see. Right now. Yeah, I went to a family party and they were playing music for the kids and they were like, oh, give us a TikTok playlist. Yes. And they were playing songs, watch me weep, watch me yes. many. And these are kids that kids. were not born or maybe they were Facts. That's Facts. the Missy songs that we dance in. You know? 90s. So that's I'm, what so they're like, working to you know? now. So, and that, that's all these artists still making money off stream. Facts. You know, so anybody can still bring a vibe to the game. Yes. Just don't be rigid about, oh, this was how we, if the style you did back then is outdated. Look at what these kids want, you know, bring it if, TikTok is the language they are speaking. Try and speak try their language. We are talking about business Facts. here. You know, it's show Facts. business. So the business part of it is you should need to 
come how they would be able to speak the language. So that's basically it. Talk to me about this new journey uh, and path you're on. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm on social media. Of course, I know Bishan as a musician and all of that. And then I'm seeing the brother sit down, breaking down relationships, started to put out videos that instantly started to catch attention, go viral, mm -hmm. where you're critiquing people's relationships, advising people on what to do, yeah. what not to do. How did you become a genius in this phase? Because it looks like the whole world is still trying to figure it out in this whole relationship place. What happened? Fact, Wait, what, what happened? Now more than ever, sir. Exactly. Now more than ever. Because we have other sick. side attractions, like distractions, like so social much. media. Yeah, so and all. Talk to me about how shows. you walked into this thing. So I think it's basically been in my blood since. Mm. Even all the while we're doing my year in Ibanga, you know, doing everything. It was always there, but it was just in my inner circle, you know, just talking to friends and all that. And I feel it was even harder for me as somebody who was already established as Pichon. To as a trans, bad boy, Pichon. As in, to now start twerking in video, this, that. Yeah, and you so used to have loads of girls twerking <laughs> in your video. God <laughs> damn it. Spec, spec, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, you change. You're, you're you know, back now talking about So it was so or? hard to put out that first video and be talking mm. about, oh, do this in a relationship, communicate and, you know, calm down, do this, do this, do this. But I realized that I learned so much from my mother growing up, mm. you know, and I was always, I'm the last one, so I was always hanging out with her. Vavum was already a thousand from mm. when we were small. So it was running like, around. So I was always hanging out with Momsi and all that. So I was very clingy. So she was, I was always listening to her when she's talking to her friends and all that. So I kind of formed all this, you know, I listened to them how, as women, they were viewing the world. Mm. I realized that when I'm with my dad and his guys, they're talking about what the women were talking complaining about, but they are laughing about it over a drip. Yeah, yeah, mm. well, hey, Different you know, angle. You know, so I realized that, oh, okay, this is how this one sees, this is how this one sees. So I kind of had access to both of So it was with my friends and everything. And I had a couple of um, influencers that were with me, like sometime in 2016, 17, and they were like, this thing you're seeing here, come and put it on social media. And I'm like, what? So it was like a joke. I just put the first one and boom, just went viral. Maybe not the first one, they, like two, three, four. Next thing just went viral. I just woke up one day, I had 18,000 new followers. Wow. I'm telling you, and I'm like, yeah. And at that time, I don't even think I had 100,000 followers that time, you know. Mm. So 18,000 was such a huge figure. I'm like, what went on where, you know? Then I then came the criticism, you know, the negative. Oh, is this one? Ah, this one. No music, no day again. You can't do you know? Mm. So, you know, you tend to start focusing on the negative comments. Fact. So, my brother started reminding me that, look at this positive comment. So, look at this one. So, I started dishing it out one by one and started catching fire. So, I like, oh, okay. Looks like everything I learned from my mom, which is a wise old African woman, mm. you know, so the mm. knowledge is raw. Their, their knowledge is incredible. Know? I was like, okay, it looks like it makes sense. Then I've always been a student of psychology, Robert Greene, um, Tony Robbins. I'm always reading books and all that. So I started bringing everything together, studying people and everything and everything. I started bringing it forward. And it just seemed like there was this new, there was this vacuum that had been there from our generation because mm. the people dishing out the advice were from a different generation. Yeah. And they were not so flexible about looking at where we are coming from mm. because we're living in a different world. Yeah. You wake up nowadays, the temptation a man will face 30 years ago is not the same temptation young men are facing today. You wake up nowadays, you can see 50 half-naked girls <laughs> putting love struck on your page if you're you a husband. Yeah, you know? But in those days, you go, you wake up, you go to work, you yeah. come back. Well, they thought they were facing temptation too, but what we are facing here is amplified. It's Human crazy. nature, positive and negative, is amplified on all levels, mm. you know? So I realized that there was a generational gap between the people who were giving advice and people who were asking for advice. So that's how people started gravitating to me and I started dishing it out. And Baba, we don't stamp them now. Now, my thing is, especially in Nigeria, coming from Nigeria, a society that's very, you know, it's basically based on patriarchy. You know, mm -hmm. a society that the man mm -hmm. knows best and says whatever, everything yeah. goes with mm -hmm. it. How hard or how easy is somebody in your space now existing there where you're having to challenge those stereotypes yeah. and, yeah. you know, those beliefs and having telling men to mm -hmm. think differently? Different, yeah. Ah, man. That's, that's part of the challenges, actually. But the patriarchal structure that Nigeria has had... Mm. Both men and women have contributed to it. 
Mm. Both men and women have contributed to it, you know. The I keep saying it, we need a sociologist to come and document the wave of feminism we've had in Nigeria because it's different from what we have in the Western world. Mm. It's so it's so different, you know. Why? So it's different because we are both influenced by our colonial masters mm. and our culture. Wow. You know, so women on that on Nigeria, in Africa, in Nigeria, let me say Nigeria, Nigeria and I understand past. The wants to embrace the new age feminism movement, yeah. but at the same time they want to hang on to the privileges that the culture gave them mm. as as you know being women, you know. But you can't have both because the women on give me side, an example of, of, of such a man with every man will still pay bride price, right? Yeah. Still give them lists. Some guys if you give them lists one point five million, someone that maybe salary is five hundred K. Hmm. They give him list of right price, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. You still want so on one end you are the man, on the other end why equal, you know. Mm. So that conflict, you know, was going on. But I understand that we're going through a, a change, yeah, a change, you know. But that's why I said men and women contributed to it. Now, the men, the way our fathers played it over time, yes, was very patriarchal. Was very the man knows what he's saying. Mm. The woman will do this, you know, and was very much like that. But we have civilization handing women more ability to be able to fend for themselves. Yeah. You know, have more power nowadays is money. Yeah. You know, is is money. Nobody needs to protect anybody from a lion or a tiger because they're more masculine, more stronger yeah. than you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's money. So yeah. women are doing all this for themselves. But guys still wanted to play by the old playbook, you know, like, mm. oh, I'm the man and everything and when I talk, yeah, I, I don't understand that nature has a role to play. Yes. And we can say men have a bigger ego than women. Yeah. Um, or let's say men have a different ego, yep. you know, than women. And if we've come from genera- a lot of generations believing that, oh, the, not believing because, I mean, for the Christians watching, even the Bible says the man is the head and yeah. everything and everything. But the head as a, is not the head as somebody, it's like, the head and a co-pilot. That's yeah. how it is. It's not like not, a leader. Not, yeah, it's yeah, like not, a partnership. It's like a partnership, yeah. exactly. Yeah. A but leadership we, but, partnership. But we, we've misinterpreted it so much, you mm. know, and a lot of guys are holding on to that. Yep. Are, we now have these women who are beginning to, because there are even a lot of women, let's not lie, that in the home, they're the ones taking care of, you know, even when their man is down. Yeah. To cover face, they will take care of the Of home, course, they're the ones know? taking care of the bills because, and, and know, all that. A lot, a lot, you know. Because women are very territorial yeah. and very protective. Yeah. She doesn't want... You know women compete with each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, a topic that's on its own. But where men benefit from that is that because she's competing with others, she doesn't want them to see her husband finish. So she, so she, will, she, will, she will protect. She will come and balance you know? that level. So she will protect. And then we can also say it's also out of love also. Because yes. women have this nurturing spirit. Yeah. It's just automatic. And this is why women... I can say when they start having kids... And if they tap into that maternal side of them, they start getting more fulfilled in life quicker yeah. than guys who are still living in denial, mm. who all his life has learned to deny his emotions, you know? So, that's basically what, mm. you know, that's basically what has been um, happening. And it's just been, Nigeria has been patriarchal, but we're getting there, we're facing a different phase now, but some women are betraying the movements that they're supposed to be supporting. Mm. Right, um, patriarchy is what makes men have loose ends, right? Yeah, patriarchy is what makes a man say, I cheated on her, eh, but I'm a man now, she should know that it didn't mean anything. Yeah, but when a woman cheats, they'll say, Hey, how can you take her back? Yeah, so that, that's a question so, that I actually wanted to ask you because I've seen yeah. you talk about that in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, you're a guy, yeah. we hang around a lot of guys yeah. <laughs> where people have these conversations yeah. and say, Listen, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just you know, whatever it is, smashing or yeah. whatever. I don't, yeah. you know, I, yeah. is it possible to love more than one woman? Ah, she obviously that. <laughs> that question. Listen, is man, you're, you're, question, you're the that, expert. That, that, that question is deep. Um, you're the expert. That's the um, first question. Uh, no, I think you can love. No, I don't think it's possible to love more than one woman, but you can have deep feelings for more than one woman, mm. right? Now, a guy can have security with one woman. Mm. The thing is, men will always stay with the woman that gives him security. Mm. But security is also the same ingredient that that makes love and desire fade in some cases, mm. right? That and that's and that's the that's the struggle of a lot of 
long-term relationships and marriages today because love, security, predictability has to be in the picture. Mm. For you to feel secure, you must be able to predict and see forward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that spontaneous side of angle is off, is off, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. A couple, they are married. They have uh, four kids. Yeah. When money comes, the first thing the woman is thinking about, oh yeah, school fees, this, this that, power. this, that, you know? Even if they want to say, oh, let's just go on, let's go to Maldives. Let's yeah. go, they will, that will come secondary. Second, yeah. Or even tertiary, self, yeah. you know? So, those things now don't bring that spontaneous side of things. And we know that you definitely need to be spontaneous mm. if you want to keep the vibe alive. So, mm. people have to now, be con- they have to consciously, consciously put be that spontane- into it. You have to plan it into it. It's not going to happen. Mm. You know? The because spark- responsibilities have taken yeah, over. You know? Because you are building something here. Mm. You know? But if it's boyfriend, girlfriend, you guys can just ba, restart ba, ba. things. You understand? And when it happens like that, if a man does not caution himself, he might start looking for that, you know, that thrill Spark. somewhere else. Yes, he might start looking for it somewhere else. Then comes this sweet young girl, really? you know, uh, that is not following that any small money. Yeah, she's saying, baby, don't buy Enjoyment. Then she's caressing his ego in such a way that his yeah. madame has not caressed his ego in a while. Cost him out. You know, it's not, it's not that she doesn't want to carry his ego, but she's busy with other life things. issues. They ground, you know. Mm. So he's he's now this one now rubbing his bia bia. His, yeah, you know he gives her small money. She buys super straight here. Yeah, what do they call it? super boom? Like, boom straight. straight yeah. She buys all those things. Yeah, maybe you know she's sending him picture. He's feeling like ah, but this one I won't call it see finish, but security and predictability. Yeah, she everything. doesn't have time for all of that. So stuff. he wouldn't leave her for this, you know, flashing mm. by. Mm side chick mm. but he's feeling something unless he checks himself mm. unless he checks himself and in the world of social media baba, yes, display over by the displays now that you touched on the, a big topic which mm-hmm. is the fact that you know especially coming from where 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 we're coming from yeah the guys find it easy mm-hmm. to say oh if they cheat and they, you know, the yeah. woman finds yeah. out, listen, man, I'm sorry, man, I, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the girl can't, mm-hmm. you know, she, yeah. you know, stole women have ev- Women have evolved. Mm. Women are, and to a large extent, we are a product of the times we live in, mm. right? So 40 years ago, women could, even a woman who doesn't really want to buy into it, it could be a bit more bearable for her. A bit more bearable for her because everybody around her is saying, Well, it's okay, that's how men are. Men are polygamous by nature. But women have evolved now mm. and they're like, No, you should be faithful. If I can be faithful, you should be faithful. Mm. Like, I'm bringing something to the table also, yeah. you know. So, why can't you be faithful like I'm faithful? So, because they've evolved, they, I won't say ego, but let me say they too, they now have a a bit more bigger ego. Yeah, you know, yeah. they can't really just take it. Accept like exactly nonsense. Just like that. Yeah. But we still want to play that same position where our papa then play. It, okay, it's so, different... all right. It, they say there's genetics in yeah. alcohol, yeah. alcoholism. <laughs> there could be genetics in, yeah. you know, being athletic and being yeah. a sports person. Yeah. Can genetics have something to play in being I, a womanizer? It can, yeah. It can, and I think... How do nature, we help nature, a, nature, a genetically <laughs> engineered <laughs> womanizer? Prostitute. <laughs> How do you help someone <laughs> whose grandfather had multiple wives, his father had multiple <laughs> wives, and he's supposed to be in a monogamous relationship? How do we... Like, you, see, what, what, what? you see, there's no denying that nature has a role to play in mm. how promiscuous men can be. Um, of course, society has a role to play in the fact that boys are just allowed to, you mm. know. But, I mean, nature has a role to play. Yeah. Nature has a role to play. So, but we're not dogs or we're not goods. Mm. So we can, that's Control. why we don't just move with instinct, you know. Control. We have intelligence to be able to to um, bend it and everything. But when a guy has four or five generations before him of great men, mm. right, who were around, definitely there's a tendency for him not to see that, you know, there's to anything see anything wrong. wrong in it. Like, right, he had seen his grandmother condoned it, his mother condoned it, his aunties are condoning it. And, and that's why I said great men. And those men, 
they were established in society, mm. built this complete building, and everybody's celebrating them, you know. So he would think, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's all right. I mean, uh, that means I should be able to push this through also. But this is why I said patriarchy is contributed by both men and women. Mm. Mm-hmm. I tried a place in Nigeria because it seems like the conversation of cheating in Nigeria is really directed towards middle class men. When you're having that conversation, when you are men, a rich man, when you're it's a rich almost man, like you're when you're right. conversation, the volume of these women, it starts to go down. God damn. Their, vo- their voice, they low. God damn. I don't know if we're going to call it hypocrisy. So mm. I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to put all the blame of patriarchy on women, but this is where they contribute and this is where they need to look at it. Mm. Because we keep abusing our parents' generation that they are hypocrites, hypocrites mm. and everything. But let's look at our own generation. Shopsy. Let me say this looking at the camera. Not all, but majority of flashy women in Nigeria. Who are flashing this and flashing that? Now, prick, then they use support. So, what are you saying? A majority, majority of the women that are, w- are, are flashing this expensive and flashing stuff that, and flashing have money. This fla- now, there's a, there's, now, there's a percentage that are working for their thing. Mm. But you see, there's a larger percentage that the very thing they are complaining about is what is supporting that status that they are upholding in society. <laughs> That's a time bomb some right some there. some chicks will even have a business. Maybe a business can make her buy a house in Aja. Aja the end of, mm. end of Aja. But not buy a house in Lekki Face One. Do you understand? Mm. So she's standing on the ladder of prick to be able to, you know, play that flash role. Buying mat- expensive things like waste. Wasting money like there's no tomorrow. Now nah, I'm not. This is not me hating on them. Oh. Mm. Make your money. Oh. Enjoy yourself. If you have to climb, man, but don't complain that you want. If you have to climb, man, to enjoy. I don't mean don't hate the player. I hate the game. You know, mm. enjoy yourself. But you can't join that conversation of patriarchy or men cheats when you are supported by. A, a man that's cheating. You know exactly. There's okay. somewhere there's a 50 year old woman or a 45 year old woman dying because you're distracting her husband. Damn! You know, but play your game, baby girl. If that's what makes you happy. I can't judge you. Even Jesus said, let he without sin cast the first one. So I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you can't join that conversation. So the conversation should be left for the women who are really grinding. Mm. Because there are a lot of women, like I said, majority, then they use prick support themselves. But there are a lot that are also grinding. There's a woman I know who was talking to his group of young girls and she was telling them that look you guys put in the work your business don't bother about flashing just keep reinvesting in your business if you want to sell here if you want to sell shoe you are, develop yourself as a salesperson right in five to seven years you can start flying business class without thinking of it the girls looked at her she said the girls looked at her like five to seven years are you serious when one married man will call her this weekend and send her to dubai without, without even thinking of it without even seeing her you know and just the way it is Masculine energy always wants to possess feminine energy. Masculine energy wants to consume feminine energy. So when a man is rich and everything, and there's this girl that's just fine and younger, she's feeling like a princess. You'll be like, come here, what do you want? You know? And even the girl is saying, oh, leave me, I don't do that. You'll be like, mm, shit, because I'm fat, 100k. Take 500k. Take 1 million. One day she'll just break, you know? Mm. So, I mean, the conversation changes when it's rich, man. So mm. when you that's that's so that's the Nigerian flavor of feminism. When they are talking to middle class men or a home where the woman and the man are bringing almost the same income, the guy is bringing five hundred thousand naira, the woman is bringing four hundred fifty thousand naira. They would answer themselves. But a home where the man is, the woman was driving a Toyota, the guy put her inside Ben's Jeep. You know, she no otoko. As a matter of fact, when she sees that the guy is cheating. She will start keeping quiet and be like, oh, so if I leave him, all these girls now will move in. Mm. And she's actually right. The girls will move in and condone that cheating she's not condoning. God damn it. Do you understand? Yeah. So are we going to be real with ourselves here? That's women's contributions. And men know. So Nigerian men have figured it out. Like, make the money. All these bullshit debates is not going to come near you. They say cheating is a rich man's sport. Damn! <laughs> it's, a rich man's sport. it's a rich man's sport, you know? So the conversation changes. But if... These women can have this conversation across board. I want to... Let's hear stories of a woman leaving a rich husband because he cheated. Let's hear that she left him and she, she, she went back to driving a small Toyota Corolla and she left the Range Rover, parked the car. Let's hear that story. As a matter of fact, the man would run after that woman. 
you be guy. If mm. a man has a woman, let's say they are not even married. Yeah. Let's say they are not even married. He has bought you the most expensive diamond ring, everything. You know, and you know cheating is a deal breaker for you. You know that ah, you don't want, and he cheats on you, and you walk out and you drop everything, everything he bought for you, everything you dropped and go, and you are, you go back to your mother's house. It would be like what, like mm. what? Yeah, because because of how it is, a lot of guys too in Nigeria depend on their money to make an to impact do things. In there. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference. Gone. That's the difference between the bad and boys. You know, we grew so, up on the hustle. So we know how to talk so it's to real, women. So, it's real. so, so they shouldn't mis- they shouldn't misinterpret me. I'm not hating on the girls that use print to support their lifestyle and everything. Enjoy. I mean, it's do your thing. It's colorful. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah, enjoy. You know, but you can't join that conversation because there are some women who are really working hard. You know, who are really depriving themselves. Who are going out there meeting with these sharks of men. And these men are saying, what's wrong with you? We know your type, you know? And mm. she's resisting it. Mm. And she's grinding. And she's missing job opportunities because she's not sleeping with one person or the other. Then she's going other longer routes, mm. you know? Those are the women that are strong and independent women. But you want to betray your gender, then you want to come out and say, strong and independent. How are you strong and independent? You're not, man. And that's the hypocrite, hypocrisy. That is on our generation. That's part of, don't let me say that is the, that's part of the hypocrisy that's on our generation. Because while everybody's trying to look away from it, it's like, but it is, it is what it is. Otokoro. Mm. That's deep, brother. <laughs> uh, from, from the relationship expert himself, Pishan, a.k.a. the superstar musician. <laughs> now, I want to cross back into the music space. Yeah. Recently, we heard the Ghana versus Nigeria beef. Yeah, that I continued <laughs> <I saw laughs> continues to rage on within our community. Yeah. Ghana and Nigeria are probably the closest African countries. Twins. <laughs> yeah. Twins. Inseparable. Now, we've even crossed... That line, we have marriages that have crossed yep. over yep. now. Yep. Husband, wife, Straight. whatever. I've got Straight. nephews that are Ghanaians yeah. now. Yeah. Blood nephews. Do yeah. you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about this continuous beef? And, you know, some people saying, you know, Nigeria takes creativity from Ghana, don't share credit with Ghana. Some people say Nigeria does share credit, but the Ghanaians are not taking advantage of what they're doing. It's hard work that have put you, Nigerian entertainers, you know, in, in bigger places around the world. What do you say to that? And how do we con- finish this this negativity and, yeah. and, and chase it away once and for all? I think just, I think just the way politicians use negativity to, you know, mm. trend and pave way. Same way some creative artists want to use negativity to pave their way. Maybe they see positivity might take a longer route. So mm. they just want to use negativity to quickly trend. And Nigeria and Ghana don't have any issues. I was at a party recently. I saw two Ghanaian brothers there and it was Nigerian jollof that was served, you know. And as they were eating, I was like, you guys are not Ghana. I said, you see. Then I took that picture. Like, I caught you eating Ghana. <laughs> and then we started saying, "Come to Ghana. It's Ghana the love, you know." And I've actually been to Ghana. I've eaten Ghana the love. It's lit. Nah, you crazy. Know? It's lit. It's lit. Yeah. You know. So Nigeria and Ghana don't have any issues, but some people definitely want to use it to trend. Mm. Now, on the issue of Nigerian artists take something from um, other African countries. Mm. I mean, Ghana can't say it's only them. Take something yeah, from, you know? from South Africa. We embrace Guara Guara. Yeah. I'm a from piano. Congo, everywhere. But we embrace anything. There's this guy, Pate after Pate. Pate from Uganda. The guy had shot yeah. down a hotel. Facts. Shot it down. They embraced him. See, the thing us African artists have to understand is that mm. it's not as if Nigerian artists or Nigerians are not supporting them. The thing is, Nigerian artists only stand on the shoulders of their fans. Mm. We, we are nothing without our fans. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. We stand on the shoulders of our fans. And Nigerian fans don't even support Nigerian artists. Nigerian fans are not looking for who to support? They're looking for who is hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Zazu. Who's moving? Look at Zazu. Zazu. You see hunger in his eyes. That guy is coming with fire. <laughs> yeah. Rema came yeah. with fire. Yep. You know? Yep. All these people, they're not looking for who is who they should support. Mm. You know? Like David Doe. David Doe. Rich kid. Came with fire. Came back to the street. David Doe strips himself of every privilege of wealth. Mm. And grinds. We all know that David Doe's grind is what is getting him there more than his money. Facts. You know? W- without so, doubt. So, 
Nigerian fans are not looking for, oh, this is the person. So you have to step on it. Yemi Alade will go to East Africa and sit down there mm. for weeks, mm. going from radio station to radio. Facts. Big radio, small radio, prime time interviews. She will sit down there. They now call her Mama Africa. Facts. She worked for it. Facts. You know, Facts. she worked for it. So even Nigerian artists are not getting the support that these Ghanaian artists are complaining that they're not getting. They're not, Nigerian artists are not getting it. They only work and then when they see that, they are rewarded yes. for their work. Then that support comes in. Yeah, and we cannot, we cannot, you know, not talk about fans from other African countries because yep. on this side, you know, the shows you guys do on this yep. side, you know, it's not only Nigerians that are there. Pan Africans, you know, especially and, with the um, audience here. Big yeah. shout out to all those African you know, fans. You know, coming to support and Nigerians are ready to embrace anything. Yeah, and we don't want to claim anything. Yeah, what, what, what do you claim? What, what? Aman Piano is not for. It's not ours. Yep, it's not even Azonto was Ghana. Yeah. Facts. He was. I think it was Chris Brown that mistakenly said Azonto yeah. Nigeria. But what does because he know? Because he didn't know. Yeah. yeah, he's coming from that other yeah. side. So he went I'm, to Mamas. It was at exactly. Mamas Awards that he saw you know? that in South so Africa. So that was just a slight mistake. Which Nigerian has ever went out and said Azonto is our own? Yeah. We don't need to claim anything. Yeah. Like we don't. Where they have so much besides creativity, Nigerians and creativity. Nigerians are very generous with creativity. Yep. From our musicians to our comedians. Yep. You can go movie on guys. Like love movies, Nollywood. They're very generous with creativity and that's why we keep growing in creativity. Mm. We don't hoard creativity. We just dish it out. Mm. Right? So next time you want to do something, you have to think of you something think new. Of, yeah. And that's how our music has grown. It's not like the Afrobeats music journey in Nigeria has been supported by... And it's, that's why I said shout out to all the record label owners yeah. and everybody that has put one era. Everybody. The government never said, come and do Till this tomorrow. Money. Never. One time that one past president said they gave 200 no million. Money. We know see, Pam, we know see, one studio session, we know see, 15,000 hour studio session, you know, you know, surface. So, everybody's grinding. We know movie directors who have made movies, budget for the movie is 2 million era. They will end up making 1, one million era from the movie. Hmm. They will end up being in depth. It's not that... Netflix and Netflix everything is now coming, coming in, in and they're beginning to, cinema. you know, but it's not always been sweet like this, mm. you know. So, Nigerians are very generous with creativity, Nigeria, creativity, Nigerians are always putting in that much work, and that's why we keep going there. And we don't want to claim anything from any African. So, anybody saying, uh, oh, Nigerian artist is talking, just trying to, he's just trying to get attention. Hmm. And Fact. that guy, he got attention. He got the attention he, got he was attention. looking for, no they doubt. They don't say we will not mention his name. Say that we did. I saw somebody call that page. I saw somebody call that page. Say that we did. Keep our boss. Where's that So now I didn't want talking name. But now, finally, for you, what can people expect 2022? We know you're doing you know, the 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 speaking thing, yeah. relationship mm -hmm. advice thing, mm -hmm. but you've also mentioned the fact that you're going to be stepping back into the musical arena. Totally. What should people be looking forward to? Because Cookie is a very important part of the music business, the Afrobeats history over the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. the, the flavor you guys bring, the excitement yeah. and the energy you bring to your sounds is unique. And that's yeah. why I told you when you yeah. came in mm -hmm. that regardless of whatever you want to mess with nowadays, yeah. Yeah. this cookie energy must mm -hmm. remain yeah. that Bang. Bang Banga. Banga. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Straight yeah. up, straight up. So what should we be expecting from yeah. you uh, in 2022? The, basically, the thing is, um, this whole relationship speaking that I'm doing is, I didn't really step out of my being an entertainer. Yeah. You know, exactly. And I think the world... Well, my world, Nigeria, mm. needed that at that point because they needed to real they needed to see somebody who is not trying to be so perfect, mm. telling them facts, mm. you know, and showing that we are all into this together, you know. So I don't call myself a relationship expert because yeah. I don't think I ca anybody can be an expert in yeah. this philosophical matters. You know, it's not the the problem we had from generations was that they tried to use scientific approaches to to solve philosophical social, questions human yeah. social issues. It's not what human beings are not algorithms. Yeah. You know, you can't say A plus B is you can only that's why when I make my videos, I always tell people my I'm making a video for one person. This video I'm making is for one person. It can if it hits one person, mission accomplished. The mm -hmm. rest of you might not agree. Maybe tomorrow's video you agree. And that's how it's supposed to be. You know? So I didn't really step out of my being mm. Pishaon. You know, that's why mm. my Instagram and is cookie Pishaon. Yeah. So it's still interwoven in entertainment industry. So bringing back music, I'll just step into the studio, drop one lamba, 
Baba, give them on somewhere. Maybe get it on TikTok. Get people to do. If he trains, catches fire. That's good. Cool. I trust you to show, <laughs> to show love. But I'm not going to have to stop. You know this relationship. Doing. This thing is a new arm no, no. um, yeah, to yourself. Yeah, because I have a lot of relationship seminars. I'm going to be holding Lagos, UK here, mm. UK. I mean March around March. That's amazing. You know I'm going to be doing that. I have my dating sites, which is in the works. Um, when people can can yeah, find can, love, yeah. are they, are they, is, it, is this short time love or <laughs> no, is this is serious? Not not I know they're complacent. Then serve them breakfast on, yeah, my, but, on my platform. But breakfast will be served. Breakfast uh, will be served. though. it's normal. <laughs> That's what I wanted to it's say. Not, you can't. Protect, it's part of life. You can't. Listen, it's part, it's part you can't of life. Protect. You know, breakfast will it's, be served. It's part of life. So, you know, I have that. I have a lot of plans. You know, I have a lot of things that I'm gonna do in that space because it's a huge market. Yes, and there's Multi something I can bring. Billion dollar. Yeah, and just like the way I brought a new swing to the relationship speaking thing, mm. um, being a person who is not co coming from me. High moral yeah. standing that I know. One of us. Your guy man, let me yeah. know. You know, guy man, let me know. Guy man, let me know. You know. So, so coming from that, so that's also what I want to craft into my dating platform. Mm. You know, it's it's not all this match make you match make. No, it's mm. it's gonna be different. But I'm still putting all the pieces together. But a lot of seminars coming up. A lot of building in where that people space. will be able to to so pay much. to come and listen yeah. and yeah. see you Absolutely. like talk about Absolutely. you know interesting Absolutely. topics Absolutely. and and, Absolutely. and stuff I'm, like I'm that. I'm gonna drive it in and like you call. Artist ambassadors. So I want to be the Nigerian ambassador Absolutely. on this. Absolutely. On this because, I mean, there's so much intelligence in that country. There's mm. so much. Like I said, fans are not looking for who to survive, they're looking for who is hungry. So that hunger will drive out your deepest creativity, you know? Mm. So in this space of relationship speaking, yeah, I want to be an ambassador. There are a lot of fans. great relationship speakers in Nigeria. And yes. we're all doing a great job in that space. A lot. You know, we're all doing a great Everybody has their different approaches. Everybody has their signature, you yeah. know, that they're bringing to the game. So I'm bringing mine and all of us who you know where can people go and get that information is there websites is there where can people yeah. go to follow you and yeah. check for daily good. updates on this good my um website is www.guygirlcode.com guygirlcode.com because i try to niche it at one point it's okay I'm, we'll be talking to women no i'll be talking to guys but baba i'm saying everything together and it's making sense so let me know Who's, how sense. who are you getting the most support from do the women love you more for Actually, saying some of the shop, stuff or the guys? Or? Sh Shopsy, it's, it started with women being, you know when you check your insights yeah. on social media and yeah. they show you the, the uh, percentage. percentage yeah. Yeah. So it used to be like, I think 72% women and, and then 28%. But now it is 50-50. As a matter of fact, at some point at the end of 2021, it was 51% men and 49% wow. women. That was following you? That's for, yeah, because men... Boys have questions too, man. And boys have things they're going through also. Facts. You know, boys have things they're going yeah. through also. What about the, that, that, that part? The fact that we don't like to be honest. We don't like to be seen as emotional, weak, sensitive. Men, right? Um, yes. Now, what, man, what, is that, is that self we're cheating on that, on that ish, man? Mm. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, yeah. Is that self we're cheating on that ish? But I do understand how we've been engineered. And I also say nature has a role to play also. Mm. I'm not a social constructionist. So I won't say it's only um, nurturing that brought us to this point. No, nature also has a role to play. But at the end of the day, man has to learn that side of himself. A man has to learn that side of himself. We develop too much of this masculine side of us that it now becomes... We've toxic. Also see, yeah, it now becomes... And that's why you now see the word toxic masculinity. Mm. And I really would say toxic masculinity is a... Thing. I always say it's not a thing, but it, it is. We just have a human being problem because men and women both are toxic. Mm. You know, we just have a human being problem. What we need for the men is not that we don't need to fight toxic masculinity. We just need to bring in more positive masculinity. Mm. That's so we actually need more masculinity. We need more men, more guy men. You understand? That, that will come honest. out and say, okay. This is how I'm feeling too. You know, just like Jordan. You're not alone. Just like Jordan Peterson will say that a how does this say itself? It will say a strong man is a it say a good man, sorry, is a bad guy that has mastered self-control. Mm. You understand? So it's not like it's not a bad guy, but he has mastered self-control. Self-control. He knows how to just tone it down. So we need a lot of men. 
who are there doing things to come and share to and, come and teach. Sell more, don't worry. Because young men have so much masculine energy in them that they need somebody to tell them that don't overshoot, you know. Mm. Don't overthink, oh, I'm the head, I'm the, this, the, you. You don't have to, you don't have to be fulfilled only because you are dominating a woman. That does, that's not the only place where you can get fulfillment from. Hmm. You know, you can get fulfillment from actually loving a woman, right? And there are so many other things you can get fulfillment from, you know. But when you just think, oh, I must dominate a woman. That's why I have a lot of guys going to promise four or five girls, I love you, I love you, I love you, and break their hearts. What, what, what are you doing with that? What, what medal are you going to get from lying to her that you love her? There are many girls that will knock you and they will not call you tomorrow. Go Facts. and look for those ones. Go and look for, there are many <laughs> and they are hot. So go and look for those ones. Why is it the one that is mm, telling you that, that no, serious. my that heart is delicate. So, you know, so, so only God can forgive you. <laughs> I suspect that you have been on that table. I suspect that table you are shaking. Only God, God can save us. Hey. See, but then, you see, so when we have more men, that's why I said, we don't need to fight toxic masculinity. Like, we're only going to be reinforcing negativity into the conversation. We need to bring more positive masculinity. We need more men that boys look up to like, ah, this guy is, is making it, is everything. Is, and he tell them, like, hey, hey, you don't need that one. Hmm. One woman is okay. One mm. woman is okay. If you no work, no problem. Mm. But focus on one. Love her in a thousand ways. Don't try. Start, you don't need to feel fulfilled because you have 15 girlfriends. You know? So we need more of that. You get you can't get number. Fifteen numbers, you never call them. You still go past, you still collect another number again. <laughs> but, but it's not easy it's not easy well it's my brother easy. it's been a pleasure uh, yeah. getting to, to to know you and sit down and talk <laughs> to you um, now that you're definitely making the UK more of a second home yeah, absolutely. this means that we're going to have many more conversations a of lot, this a lot. there's a lot to you know to, to dive into mm-hmm. hopefully we're even going to get on a live situation mm-hmm. maybe yeah. on radio or yeah. something we where should. people can yeah. questions calling mm-hmm. and start to really dissect yeah. these things because we yeah. need it you yeah. know we mm-hmm. never had these opportunities mm-hmm. in the past so we salute what you're doing <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate what you're doing yeah, it's fine. very necessary in our time mm-hmm. and as we said you know once again it's a massive pleasure to have the incredible <laughs> Pichelle in the building here <laughs> on the Afrobeats podcast make sure you subscribe like share as always, we appreciate the support. Until next time, it's the same place. Catch us there. From me and my brother Pichon, it's peace. <laughs> We're out.